Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Besides being the oldest song that we've never opened up with here on Oilers Now, that is the legendary Bessie Smith, along with Louis Armstrong, St. Louis Blues. That song goes back to 1925, 97 years young. Bessie Smith, who passed away in a car accident uh, in the 1930s, was considered the most popular female blues singer of the 30s, and she was later inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989, regarded as one of the greatest singers of her era. We are in uh, one of the two blues capitals in the United States, St. Louis, the other place, well, we'll be at that tomorrow, and that is in Chicago. The Oilers with a back-to-back. The Blues tonight, a re-engagement opportunity for Edmonton after St. Louis shut Edmonton down on Saturday. But the two teams had very different experiences on Monday night. The Blues got shut down by Winnipeg en route to a 4 nothing loss, their first of the season. The Oilers, meanwhile, down 3-1 then got to a level that they haven't batted at all season long. Just a terrific uh, second period, which I know Brendan Escott discussed yesterday in Routes and Oilers, 6-3 victory over Pittsburgh. Welcome, everybody. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. The Edmonton Oilers uh, flew... From Edmonton yesterday, at 1 o'clock, their first road trip of the season. Uh, tonight in St. Louis, tomorrow in Chicago, Saturday against Calgary. The Oilers open up uh, with seven of their first ten games. There's six of, yeah, seven of their first ten against teams that were in playoff spots last year, including uh, two games each against St. Louis and Calgary, two very good hockey clubs. This is Oilers Now. Brendan Escott is back at the 630 Chad Studios in Edmonton, helping us put the show together. Brendan, how you doing? Things are good today. It's pretty chilly here, though. It's really getting to be, you know, that uh, deep into fall season, it seems. Well, it's a gorgeous day in St. Louis, but it was raining like heck last night. And probably in the 15 years that I've done the games, uh, one of the most difficult flights. And, hey, I mean, you, you don't want to sit there and complain too much when you're on a private team charter. But the reality of the situation is we got knocked around pretty good for about 40, 45 minutes last night. Uh, it happens once in a while. That's the byproduct of... Uh, of traveling. It's, it's still a very safe way to travel, but a uh, beautiful day in St. Louis today. Here's what we got coming up. Uh, we're going to hear uh, from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. We'll tell you that Stuart Skinner is going to start in goal tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, we're also going to get to a couple clips. Brendan had Frank Volley on the show yesterday and get to some of his thoughts as well. Then, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec at 1235 today. At 105, a sit-down one-on-one conversation with former Edmonton Oilers general manager and head coach and now assistant coach at 64 of the St. Louis Blues, Craig McTavish. At 120 today, Edmonton Oilers defenseman Cody Cece in a one-on-one. And then at 135, we'll do our update from the farm as we'll hook up with Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk. Uh, that's coming down the pipe again at 135. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Curry Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. 
Uh, you can ring in the new year with Trooper on December 30th and Big Sugar on December 31st. Tickets and more information at rivercreekresort.com. Uh, they also got Tom Cochran rolling in as well. Going to have to hook up, uh, reach out to Janie, get my man Brendan Ulrich to take care of that for us. We're actually flying out that night, but I know there's lots of people interested in that event as well. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. That's the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott. That's at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers are 3-3 three and three in the season in St. Louis to open up their first road trip of the year against the 3-1 and one St. Louis Blues and a shot at redemption for Edmonton. So let's do it. Let's get to the Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Jay Woodcroft had these thoughts on meeting the Blues again. We get another crack at them um, so soon uh, because we have an understanding of the way they play. Um, they do a lot of really good things. Uh, they're They've got a lot of hockey players on their team. A lot of really good hockey players that make you work through them in order to get to hard areas on the ice. Uh, certainly, the game we played against them was, you know, was one nothing, uh, one nothing hockey game where the goal was scored on a power play. Uh, they scored one late on in an empty net, but it was a, a tight check fest. We can learn some things and take those lessons uh, forward with us, not only for tonight but as we move our way through the regular season. I thought it was it was a good. Uh, Good game for us uh, to work through and certainly to get another crack at him tonight so soon, I think is a good thing. All right. Well, the Oilers uh, special teams, I mean, their power plays their power play. It's pretty much got a chance to be record setting. Um, there's only been three other teams in NHL history that have had four consecutive years at 25 percent. The Oilers the past year, three years, have been over 25 percent. The uh, the Canadians uh I guess four teams. The Canadians did it right when they first started taking power play stats. That was at a different time. Uh, and, and then the Islanders in the early 80s, the Oilers from 81, 86, they did it actually six years in a row. And Calgary in the late 80s, I mean, those were much higher scoring times. Goaltenders with, uh, you know, were smaller and there wasn't a lot of video work. What Edmonton's done on the power play has been remarkable. They're at 35% right now, second in the league. That said, their penalty killing has been an issue, and it's let the team down at times. It's, uh, it's a, a bit of a focus for Jay Woodcroft, and he had these comments on fixing the ailing PK. Certainly, some small things that we can clean up there, and um, you know we are uh, working earnestly at it. We're trying different people on the penalty kill, um, but it's an area that that can get cleaned up. I think uh, you know uh, at the start of a year, um, you want to find your rhythm, and right now uh, on our penalty kill, we've been good at times, but not uh, not good enough over all the times, and certainly an area of improvement for us as we move forward. Now, Dylan Holloway did take today's pregame skate, uh, the morning skate, uh, but he is not, it doesn't appear, I guess, 
TBA, but it doesn't appear as though. So, I mean, the, and the other argument is the Oilers just played their best two periods of the season against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we might see 11 and 7 today. But uh, Jay Woodcroft gave us a progress report on Holloway. I haven't talked to the doctors or our medical department today, but you know, anytime that you see a guy uh, return to the ice with that type of mm-hmm. enthusiasm and and what he's doing out there, I think it's a good thing for us. And I think we're uh, we're close with him, uh, but I haven't heard yet uh, from the doctors today. All right, Stuart Skinner starts in goal. Uh, he has stopped 51 of 54 shots this year. He's got a 1.69 goals against average and a 944 save percentage. Here's Skinner's assessment of the Blues. Yeah, I mean, they're an amazing, amazing squad. I think, uh, obviously, they are they know how to win. They know how to win the Cup. And, uh, yeah, I think they're just a strong-held team. I think uh, watching them last game, they just kept it really tight. They were hard to play against, um, you know, able to score some nice goals. Um, they're, just like, they're just a hard team to play against. So it'll be... It'll be an exciting matchup, and it should be a lot of fun. There's a a maturity in which Stuart Skinner talks that belies the fact that this is basically his rookie season in the National Hockey League. Uh, The Oilers finally get on the road after a six-game homestand, and Skinner had these thoughts on getting back out or on the road. I think it's a huge part of like just getting closer with the guys, getting closer with your teammates, getting to know guys more and uh, better, and just getting on the road. You get to go out for nice dinners with the guys, and you get to, you spend most of your time with with everyone else, right? So it's it's nice. It's nice to get on the road finally here and get to hang out with the guys, go out for some nice dinners, eat some nice steaks. So it's been fun. All right, there you go. Uh, now, yesterday, Frank Cerevalli was on the show for Horse Racing Alberta. The Horse Racing Alberta with 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry. A reminder, live racing, thoroughbred style, Fridays and Saturdays out at Century Mile with free parking and free entry. And uh, Frank was on the show with Brendan yesterday. And it's funny, this player got brought up today by a couple different people that I talked to, both uh, Ryan McLeod and uh, he's up to three goals now in the first six games. Finished the game off against Pittsburgh the other night. Can certainly transport the puck. And Saravalli says McLeod's confidence is growing. Yeah, and I think you're also seeing a really smart player. Like that's been the big thing that stood out to me is he his confidence has continued to grow. But you're starting to see once it becomes less. Um, you know, reactionary, more you're able to think a little bit ahead. The game starts to slow down a bit. That hockey sense kind of comes out a little bit more. And I think that's really the root of his success is, is his ability to think the game. And so that's been impressive. And um, I just think that third line is so important in general, Brendan, for this team's overall success. And in terms of setting the tone, um, you know, consistency, when you, when you have a third line, and, and, and really, that's what's been missing from this team, you know, going back a number of years. Like, to have a line that you can have confidence in, how many years in a row were we saying that the Oilers are the best team in the league when 29 and 97 are on the ice, but they're one of the worst teams when they're on the bench. And that's changed in such a big way with, you know, guys like that able to anchor a line and, and also, you know, not just um, be able to hold their own, but at times able to drive play, which I think is really important. All right. And Sir Valley also added some additional thoughts on the two wingers on that line. Uh, Warren Fogel on the left side. And yes, the Paul Yarby on the right side. 
and look, I mean, no shock that he's sort of obviously been a, a lightning rod and, and things like that um, in terms of how you view um, Pulley Arby and his game and the marketplace and, and all those different things. Um, it, it's You mentioned the, the idea of, you know, sort of being key on that four check for Fogel and not to compare the two, but um, just sort of that relentless style and intensity. Um, I can't say enough about how critical that is for this team's success moving forward in terms of having a line that can create an identity is really important. All right, that's Frank Saravalli, who joins us every Tuesday on Orders Now, courtesy of Horse Racing Alberta. It is 1218 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. When we come back, uh, Brendan's going to have NHL today for elite promotional marketing, and I'll bring you the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. You're listening to Oilers Now. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1221 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Let's go to the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Out of a reminder to to make sure that you you put your handle or your name on the text if possible. We've switched to a new text messaging system. Uh, Jonathan has texted us to say, Bob, do you think that uh, McLeod should teach us all that we need to be patient with prospects? Look, Ryan had uh, an opening in camp last year and didn't win the spot, sent to the farm, got called up later in the year. Maybe we should view Broberg the same way. McLeod was projected to be a first-round pick when the Oilers picked him in the second round. Uh, I think Ryan McLeod's an interesting player, and I'm with, like, I had him on the team all day last year at the start of the year, and he ended up going down and coming back up. Um, you know, to, to me, I mean, he's looked pretty good through the first six games. He's got three goals. I think he's looked like, at minimum, a guy that is is going to attract to be a successful top nine player in the NHL. As a center, he can certainly transport the puck. I am not as nervous about Broberg as some others are because, it, as it turned out, he ended up nicked up, and we're not sure when it occurred. But he's not, and we'll get an update later today from Colin Chalk in terms of his availability. But I think that uh, injury may have played a bit of a a factor in uh, Broberg's performance in the fall, and generally speaking, defensemen take longer. Brendan Escott, uh, and, and I'll throw this to the listeners right now. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Does McLeod have the potential to be a top six player? And will you concede that he's already tracked pretty well to be a quality third line player? Because it certainly looks like it to me that he's a guy that's going to be able to be a 15 minute a game guy. What do you think, Brendan? Yeah, okay. Could you slot him in as a second-line left winger? I think he's proven that to this point, sure. But that, to me, isn't maximizing his potential anymore. I think we've seen now that he's been able to transition to the NHL in a third-line center role, and that's really what this team needs. So I don't know if he's just identified that and said, okay, I'm going to go out and grab that spot, or if his skill set has fit really well. But the bottom line is the way they've integrated McLeod into the lineup over the last couple of years is obviously been a way that's allowed him to calmly learn some of the defensive nuances of hockey and now we're seeing his natural offensive ability probably bolstered by the fact that he gets to practice with McDavid and Dreisaitl every day. I think he actually mentioned that earlier this week. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever going to be a 20 goal, 50 point guy Uh, 
but I do think he's because if you're a 20 point, 50 point guy, you are a top six player. Uh, but I'm fairly confident that he's going to give Edmonton an option as a third line center. And I love the speed as well and the ability to transport the puck. All right. Let's go to NHL today for Drew Shamahorn and our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan. It's a light night in the league tonight. Just two other games on the schedule with the Rangers visiting Long Island. Anaheim is home to uh, Tampa Bay as well. Oilers and Blues starts at 6 o'clock tonight on 6.30. Chad Reed Wilkins with the face-off show at 4.30. Sends forward Josh Norris expected to miss up to six months following shoulder surgery. Head coach DJ Smith saying today it might cost the young centerman the whole season. They were talking three, four months. Now it's looking like longer than that. Vancouver as if they haven't been off to a tough enough start placing Brock Besser and Curtis Lazar on the injured reserve. They of course joined Quinn Hughes there. The team is 05 Five and two out of the gate. Montreal acquiring defenseman Nicholas Baudin from uh, Chicago in exchange for Cam Hillis. Baudin now 23, was the 28th wow. overall selection from uh, the 2018 draft, not that far ago. Bakersfield uh, visiting Ontario on Saturday. Oil Kings host Vancouver tomorrow as this homestand rolls along. Friday night, the uh, Hitman are in town from Calgary. And the Golden Bears remaining on the road this week with a pair of games in Regina against the Cougars. Luke Prokop's rights traded by the Oil Kings to Seattle, who are going for it. They're loading up. Oil Kings get back a conditional first and a pair of conditional thirds uh, if Luke does end up back in junior hockey. Let's go to our game day lineup report. It is brought to you by McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery for a free financial consultation. That's a free financial consultation. Visit McGuireFinancial.ca. All right. Well, uh, you heard Jay Woodcroft. Earlier in the show, talk about Dylan Holloway. He hadn't spoken to the doctors yet, but I'd say that uh, I can see Holloway playing one of these two games, but it might be against Chicago, especially based on how Edmonton played the final 40 against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. Nurse with CC. Both players playing over 20 minutes per game. Kulak and Barry. Niemalainen's starting to take on some more minutes here. Uh, Nima Lennon and Murray as the Oilers go 11-7. and seven. They'll be the lefties with Bouchard, who I thought has elevated his play over the last couple games. Up front, Connor McDavid uh, hasn't got a, doesn't got a point the last two games. He'll be with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. Leon Dreisaitl drove it against Pittsburgh. He'll be with Evander Kane and Connor Yamamoto. Ryan McLeod with Warren Fogle and Yessa Pugliarvi. And it does appear as though uh, Shore and Ryan will be the two forwards on the fourth line. So it looks like Edmonton goes 11-7. and seven. Blues have a couple guys out of the lineup. Brandon Saad out with a upper body issue. And Pavel Buchnevich with a lower body challenge. So it'll be Ryan O'Reilly up front with Shen and Kairou. Uh, this line has struggled a bit. Kairou's dash five. Shen is minus four. Uh, O'Reilly minus four. O'Reilly, by the way, 53% in the face-off circle this season. He plays the third most among St. Louis's forwards. Cairo and Thomas both making now, uh, to be making 8.25 starting next year on eight-year contracts, both over 70 points last season. Robert Thomas at 59% in the face-off circle. He'll be with Barbashev and Tarasenko. Former Edmonton Oil King Jake Neighbors uh, on a line. 
with a first rounder that we talked about a bit last year, Logan Brown from Ottawa. It was inevitable he got traded. And we think Tyler Pitlick, the former Oiler, is going to play for seventh NHL team tonight, the St. Louis Blues. Nola Chari was good against Edmonton, 61.8% in the circle this year with Torbchenko and Nathan Walker, who had a cup of coffee with the Oilers in 18-19. The top four was stellar against the Oilers Saturday afternoon. That's Nick Letty and St. Albert's Colton Pareko. Tori Krug and Justin Falk. Uh, they got Nico Mikola and Robert Bertuzzo in their third pairing. And Jordan Benning will start. He spent six years in the American Hockey League. The Blues, by the way, third in the league in goals against and first on the league in the power uh, in the PK. They do have a poor shot differential. They're minus six and a half per game. The Oilers, with that 47-shot performance against Pittsburgh, are now on the plus side of the ledger in the shot metrics this year. Edmonton, fifth in league in goals, four, second in the power play, ninth in shots, four. There you have it. That's our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. 12-29 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for Aquarian Renovations, Sportsnet's Mark Spector. You're listening to Oilers Now live from St. Louis.